What's going on, guys? Welcome on back to Second and Short. In this week's edition of Fantasy Fridays, where we discuss everything that is studs, duds, and sleepers for week 15 of the NFL. My name is Tyler Lauder, joined with my co host Aaron Ben. Aaron, how are you doing today? Doing excellent. Uh, I'm glad I got to see my former favorite football player, Marcus Mariota, play some football today. But sad he didn't get the win. How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I have a uh... I'm alive in about five leagues still, so you know I got some I got some hope. Um, a couple of leagues I'm favored to win, as in the higher seed. Uh, one of my leagues, though, I'm the the eight seed in a big team league, and I took down the one seed. So I'm I'm looking to just you know take down all the top teams, hopefully, and just have the biggest underdog role. Yeah, I always told people like you are like the 2007 New York Giants of fantasy football. <laughs> in some leagues. That's what, that's how we know you in our friend circle. I'm going to assume that you are in the second week of your playoffs because it is week 15. You're not going to play in week 17. If you are playing in week 17, super risky. I'm not against it. It's just different. You've got to win this first matchup. And if you're playing in your semifinal right now, you've got to get over that hump and make that championship game. Because sometimes just making the championship game is good enough because you get the money. Let's dive in here with our first stud, and we're going to talk about a rookie, Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco 49ers wide receiver, first round pick from this year. You know, Debo Samuel is out for the year. George Kittle might come back. We don't know yet. Their running backs are a constant, you know, cycle of one's on the COVID list, one comes off the COVID list. One's injured, one's now healthy. Brandon Ayuk last week, destroyed. He started off the season uh kind of slow but lately he's been doing well last week against Washington he had 16 targets 10 catches 119 yards and this week he's going up against Dallas isn't we know how good Dallas is at defense I think this is a a no-brainer for a player that you you know is going to have a good game yeah and the biggest thing here is that Last week, Brandon Ayuk had 10 catches, 16 targets, 119 yards, no touchdowns, but still a massive week. And he gets an even better matchup here. And I think he's going to get that touchdown this week because the Dallas Cowboys have allowed 28 receiving touchdowns on the year. Almost 3,000 passing yards have been thrown against them. Uh, Their red, red zone touchdowns are about 20. They don't get a lot of interceptions. They don't force a lot of turnovers. Their defense is on the field for a lot of the game. And I think that's going to lead to Brandon Ayuk racking up a nice, steady day. I agree. And, and another thing that I think sometimes doesn't get talked about in football, a huge thing is the momentum. Like you see teams get hot at the right time of year and go on to win the Super Bowl. And Brandon Ayuk has gotten hot lately. Um, four games in a row, he's had at least 20 points in PPR leagues. So I think especially with, Debo Samuel kind of injured on and off the field. I think Brandon Ayuk really is showing what he can do. Yeah, I have Brandon Ayuk going for a pretty big day as well. I think he is going to get nine receptions, but for much more yardage, I'm going to give him 128 yards, and I'm going to give him one touchdown on the day. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a carry or two as well. He is one of our studs for the week. Now, our next stud for the week is at the tight end position. And that is tight end Mark Andrews. Somehow, in PPR formats, Mark Andrews, which we know he missed two games because of COVID. We also know that he was, you know, battered up a little bit this year. 
He is tight end six on the year. And uh, so this this week, they're going against a very, very bad uh, Jaguars defense who have allowed touchdowns to eight different tight ends this year. He'd be a good start this week. I think you can, I think he has a, you're not supposed to rely on touchdowns, but he has a good chance of scoring a touchdown in my opinion. I agree. Jacksonville gives us a lot of points and I, it's hard for us to even project touchdowns to any player, especially more so to somebody that's catching passes from Lamar Jackson. Uh, But I think if there's anybody that's going to get it on, I think Mark Andrews is a huge stud this week. I mean, he posted up over 12 fantasy points last week without a touchdown. And ESPN on PPR formats, which is who we kind of just bounce off of for this podcast, only has him projected a little over 10 fantasy points. And I think he has a chance to almost double that this week. I have him around 19 fantasy points. If with all of his catches, yards, and touchdown, I think he's going to have a huge week. And I think he is going to be not the Darren Waller of this week, but he might be the tight end two or three this week in scoring. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think he's a solid option to play. Now, let's talk about some solid options to not play. Some guys that are great for your bench this week. Guys that we just don't think are going to live up to maybe what they're supposed to do. And they've all got obstacles in their way. And the first one, starting with Tua Tonga Viola, who is going against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick for the first time. And... These guys have been on fire on defense the past couple of weeks. Right, and especially against uh, rookie quarterbacks. We know Bill Belichick just knows how to take advantage of them. Uh, guys that sometimes you don't have a lot of film on them, so it's a bit harder to defend them, like uh, Justin Herbert. And Bill Belichick just made him look like the rookie that he is. Um, so I think Tua Tungavailoa, he's played pretty well pretty admirably so far but i think that i would be hesitant to play him this week uh, kind of like i said against that really good patriots defense here's the thing the patriots are forcing these quarterbacks over the last three weeks being kyler murray justin herbert and jared goff to all have about anywhere from 11 to 20 plus incompletions uh, a combined average of about 17 incompletions they're only allowing 168 passing yards on those last three games and they've only given up one touchdown multiple turnovers multiple defensive touchdowns it's the fact that not not only is the defense playing really well but they also played well against Miami in week one I mean I know week one is an anomaly and they played against Ryan Fitzpatrick who's a lot is completely different quarterback but still they held Miami's offense to 191 passing yards and no touchdowns and I think another factor that really makes me hesitant to play Tua this week is the fact that he he has a lot of weapons that are either playing injured or, or out. Um, probably Devontae Parker sitting out. Mike Gesicki, that great tight end, is going to be sitting out probably. And those are top two pass catches. So you're going to see him like without two of his best weapons and against a formidable Pats defense. Another guy that we think that you guys should be sitting this week is rookie wide receiver C.D. Lamb for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, he came off really strong, you know, early season, carried it through the midseason, getting tons of targets, you know, looking like the ultimate number two receiver to Amari Cooper, potentially to overtake him maybe. But over the past couple of weeks, he's kind of cooled off. And now he draws San Francisco, who we look at the 49ers and we go, oh, man, these guys, you know, they're not winning a lot of games, you know, whatever. They've had a lot of injuries, but their defense is still holding up against receivers. 
Yeah, they in the past four games, in three of those games, they've held the opposing wide receivers to no touchdown. It combined that with the fact that C.D. Lamb over his past three games has not scored a touchdown. In his past four games, he's had fewer than 50 receiving yards. So he's, like we said about Brandon Ayuk, who's kind of hitting this hot streak. It looks like C.D. Lamb's kind of hitting this cold streak. And uh, he's had a good overall year, but it just looks like this isn't his month. Yeah, I mean, outside of last week, where he went two for two and had 46 receiving yards, you know, his average the three weeks prior was about 6.8 yards per catch. And unless unless you're Jarvis Landry, that doesn't work for me. Like Jarvis Landry or the Miami Dolphins, like getting 180 catches for 950 <laughs> yards. He had two targets last week against Cincinnati Bengals team that was beat up and depleted and supposed to be an easy matchup. And he came with 8.1 fantasy points. Look for him to potentially get more catches this week, but I don't see his yards increasing much more. It's late for both of us right now. It's time of recording this. And we're both getting a little tired and everything. We're both getting sleepy. And, you know, you know, while, while we're wanting to sleep to recharge, we got two guys that you guys should not sleep on this week that could help you out. That's the worst segue I've ever heard. I don't even care. The first one is running back. We're, we're going to keep it San Francisco. Is running back Jeff Wilson Jr. This guy has had a couple of flash in the pan games. He's played well in, you know, in, little situations and he's looked at as maybe a goal line back however if you go back to that three touchdown performance he had against the new england patriots he looked explosive when he actually had opportunities he was able to score multiple touchdowns he's able to cut he looks like an efficient running back and i think with the recent struggles that the 49ers have had at quarterback i, I know we hyped up Ayuk. they might lean on the run game a little more Right, and this this start becomes even more attractive when you when you look at the fact that Raheem Mostert uh, might be sitting out with that ankle injury. And if he is, and I can't see any reason not to start Jeff Wilson, and unless you've got the Daniel Tomlinson, Adrian Peterson in your in your starting running back spots, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to start Wilson over anyone. Yeah, and he's he's proved to be quite an efficient runner when he had the opportunities. I think. What makes him look so good here is that he has been, I don't know if you rank them all, he's probably San Francisco's fourth running back uh, if they were all healthy. And despite that, he has six total touchdowns on the year. He has multiple receptions. He's got a nice burst. And I, I really think that he is going to exploit this Dallas team. I think San Francisco 49ers stars are surprisingly going to stand out this week. I know I said stars, but I'm just saying like after this week, they'll look like stars. I think, I think the 49ers are going to get up early on Dallas. The game's going to be almost over. And I think Wilson is just going to run the ball and drain that clock. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's got a decent chance to, to get a touchdown or two as well. Uh, unlimited uh, carries. He's got 600 touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> he's got six touchdowns. So yeah, I think he's got a decent chance of getting up in the area of uh, 18 to 20 fantasy points depending on if he gets in the end zone or not and our last sleeper of this week is quarterback Jalen Hurts you know the rookie came in last week and he looked really good uh as a change of pace quarterback Uh, that's a weird thing to say (laughs) but he had over 100 rushing yards he helped guide the Philadelphia Eagles to a win over the New Orleans Saints and a huge upset and here's the thing he was added in over 20 percent of leagues probably a lot a couple more if you stretch it over platforms but he's still available in numerous amounts of leagues. 
if you have somebody like Matt Ryan, who we almost put as our sit of the week, if you have somebody like, I don't know, Mitch Trubisky, Garner Minshew, some of you are not willing to risk right now. Taysom Hill, you're not too sure. This Jalen Hurts could be a guy that could help you out. Maybe you're a low seed and you just got to risk it for the biscuit, man. The Arizona Cardinals have allowed five of their past seven opposing quarterbacks to score at least 23 fantasy points. And adding to that, adding to the, the fact that, sorry, the reason I think this is such an attractive start is because he adds that ability to run in his game. Um, if you're relying, relying just on him passing, I don't think anyone would start him. But he, like you said, last game ran for over 100 yards. And Arizona struggled against running quarterbacks. They've, over the last few games, they've had five quarterbacks with at least 35 rushing yards. So I think, that's a, I think it's pretty safe to assume that Jalen Hurts is going to get a good number of rush, rushing yards against the Cardinals. And I think he'll add in a touchdown or two on the ground or, or in the air. No, that's true, though. And if you look at quarterbacks that they went up against and didn't have the most success against, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, um, Tua, all those guys were able to run the ball and move on them. Philadelphia, this is weird, man. Philly might actually get a surprise here, and they might actually beat Arizona, who obviously, I don't know. I don't think they're that good. You might not think they're that good. I think Arizona is overperforming. But I honestly think that Jalen Hurts has a chance to exploit, and this is just how it's going to work. It's just going to work this way, and we can discuss this later on on a not-fantasy episode, but that's how the sports world works. People are still saying Carson Wentz is the guy, but if Jalen Hurts can string together multiple wins, it's going to be hard for them to go back, and Jalen Hurts is a winner. That's the biggest thing there, and while he's a rookie, people haven't quite figured him out yet. You know what? Just play that dink and dunk offense where you're going to run the ball a lot and you have a good chance of getting a victory here and I think Jalen Hurts has a chance to score over 20 fantasy points this week yeah like you said real boomer bust prospect and I think if you're desperate enough he may just be the play to to do that for you in the playoffs here and that is going to do it for us here on fantasy Fridays where we just discussed our studs duds and sleepers for week 15 and hopefully these guys can help get you guys to your championship next week. Uh, be sure to click that subscribe button down below to stay updated on everything that is second and short. We had several subscribers over this past week. Thank you guys very much. Be sure to click that like button as a thumbs up is the cheapest way to support the podcast. If you guys want to check us out on other platforms, we are on social media such as Facebook. Where we're updating every post, every episode. And we're also on Twitter where we try to keep it interactive with polls and whatnot and then on instagram where we have a midweek post as well uh, news news updates discussion points things like that join our pick every sunday before the games uh, and feel free to send us a dm whenever wherever you want whatever platform whatever time of day i'm gonna say it again go out there win that semifinal matchup and hopefully you guys get the championship thank you guys for listening have a good day